Welcome. I'm Asa A, and this is The August Light, a podcast about my life as an actress and entrepreneur, which technically they're the same thing, but I digress. <laughs> Join me weekly for candid discussions about Black culture, growth, self-care, business, education, and a whole bunch of other sh- Oh, and I have a lot of amazing friends who'll be joining me in all my nonsense. There's no telling what will happen when the mic comes on, but I promise it'll be entertaining. So get comfy and enjoy the light, the August light. Welcome back to the August light, everyone. Today, I want to talk about something everyone goes through. Yep, today is all about the ins and outs of failure. Personally. I don't know too many people that talk about their failures as they're going through said failures. We all hear people say things like, if at first you don't succeed, then dust yourself off and try again. That's courtesy of the late, great Aaliyah. Now, Donnie McClurkin would say, we fall down, but we get up. For a saint is just a sinner who fell down. And y'all know the rest. We've all seen quotes that say something along the lines of, you may fall seven times, but you got up eight. While each of these statements are true, they all gloss over the falling part. Nobody talks about that feeling before you get up and right after you fail and bust your ass in front of a group of people. I know when I fell in public, I got my ass up as quick as possible. One time it happened at a club while I was wearing these cute wedge heels that had this weird platform, so they were kind of hard to walk in, but they were such a pretty purple. Yeah, I bust my ass in those and made sure I didn't look back to see who saw me when I did. But when I think back at that moment, I never sat in the fall, and I think there's something to be said about that part of the failure process. Most of us never want to admit our failures. We'll admit a small mistake or error when it's happening, but rarely do we have full-on conversations when the train wreck is actively happening. So let me be the first for some of you. Right now, I have a bonus episode that I've written and recorded, but refuse to edit and release. I have a new candle scent that hasn't debuted because it is an utter failure, and one of the trips I've been planning for a client has been total chaos. At this moment, I feel like I'm failing so much that I'll never get any of these things done. Part of it's because I don't like editing. So by the time I get done with a weekly episode, I don't want to do no more editing. At this rate, I'll release the bonus episode sometime during the off-season because I'm just trying to make it to the end of this season. The candle I haven't released is my Hot Toddy Mistletoe, which is a holiday scent that I've been working on since... 2020. It was one of the first scents I designed, and due to some fragrance oils being discontinued and or being hazardous, I had to redesign the scent, and unfortunately, custom scents can take months or years to test. Some people would have just left the scent alone and worked on something else, but this is a scent that I love, and so do other people. So it'll be delayed another year while I decide if I want to change the formula or the wick type or something else. Maybe in 2023, it'll finally have its debut. While I despise the idea of this and testing is tedious, it's not without cause. Every time this scent doesn't work, I sit with the why. I allow the frustration to set in and take some time to understand that this is all a part of the process. Because I know that someday, this won't be just a small candle company. It'll be a world-renowned brand that's known for its quality and strenuous testing. As for the trip I'm planning, I think cursing not one of these suppliers will solve that. I love the Lord, but he knows my heart and my struggles will hold my tongue. I'm a work in progress, and so is failure and success. So why is failure's role usually so small in our stories of success? I get that the negative feelings associated with failure can be dangerous if indulged in too long. But from a scientific approach, our brains are wired to store negative thoughts and experiences. It does this in an attempt to keep us safe and for survival purposes. It's known as a negativity bias. 
evolution has hardwired us to harp on bad experiences. Ever wonder why those bad memories or mean things people say always just pop back up? Our brains are designed to remind us of those things so we know how to handle them in the future. They basically become our parents once we're adults. Failure can be a powerful tool if used properly. It has the potential to destroy dreams and develop negative self-talk, but it can also fuel our curiosity and teach us how to remain calm in the face of adversity. We have to learn to allow ourselves to sit in the fall in order to fully understand it. Failure is the prereq to success. You may be tempted to avoid it or go around it altogether, but don't, because within that brief period of that actual fall, there is something you're meant to see. Don't miss the blessing because you're afraid to fall. Go through it so you can grow through it. We've now come to the part of the show where I get to have a little fun, do something entertaining, or just do something I want to do. So let's call today's segment Cupid. So I know we're a few months away from Valentine's Day, but because of my candle company, I've already started to plan, which got me to thinking, I need to get back on a dating scene. So I'm asking my listeners to play Cupid. To all of my male listeners, hook us a stub. Now, don't be sending me none of your fuck boyfriends. Now to all the ladies listening, if you have a brother or cousin that comes highly recommended, let me know. But I need y'all to use your best judgment when sending someone my way. Now, I wouldn't normally do this, but I figure since a new year is up on us and I'm tired of saying, man, I need to go on some dates. I figure, why not? For the record, I'm single until further notice. But since I'm always talking about tell the universe what you want and what's yours is yours, I figured I'd shoot my shot with the universe and tell it what I want in my love life. Dear universe, I'm going on the record to request that you send me a few dates by Valentine's Day 2023. I don't need for him to be my Valentine. I'm just looking to date, meet a few good men, enjoy some nice meals outside the house. I don't want no Netflix and chill, no situationships or entanglements. Please keep all the perverse, violent, mentally ill and hateful men away from me. I'm looking for a single black male in his 30s that's intelligent, kind, handsome, has a positive spirit, sense of humor, and is self-aware. He is legally and gainfully employed, spiritual, has a sense of adventure, and qualities of someone I could be friends with. Let him be open-minded and honest, and let me be open to receiving someone with these qualities. Now, I'm sure I could name a few more things, but I'm going to start with this as my foundation and adjust from there. I'm definitely curious to see how this is going to go, and if anyone will send someone my way. Feel free to use my IG page as my dating profile and contact page, which will be included in the show notes. Oh, and if your friend has a friend, let me know. I have a few single friends that are looking as well, so double dates will work too. To my single girlfriends, don't be surprised when I tell you that we have a date. To everyone else, keep us on y'all single ladies prayer list. Until next time, be a light, an August light. Come back next week for another enlightening episode of The August Light. If you were entertained or inspired by today's show, tell someone about it. Keep listening, follow, or subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. Leave a review somewhere, anywhere, so others can find the light too. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the August underscore light for all the latest news.